time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Today is Monday, May 9th, and at it appears by the charts that the early morning sell-off continues not only in the metal sector but also in the major markets so we will see how the volatility continues throughout the day but let's get started here last week gold and silver were treated to the customary two-way volatility that has become ingrained into the comex and lbma paper derivative metals markets during the fomc week the tail wags the dog and gold traded between 1924 and 1848 per ounce before settling at 1883. On Thursday afternoon and Friday morning, gold shot up from 1860 to as high as 1907 after the Kremlin confirmed it was evaluating backing the ruble with the gold. An early day rally Friday was turned lower in the afternoon and typically happens late in the day at the end of the week. Silver traded as high as $23.70 per ounce last week and as low as $22.10. It settled at $22.37. For now, it looks like $22.10 could be solid support. After getting demolished along with the rest of the stock market two weeks ago, the mining stocks seem to settle in a lateral trading range with the GDX oscillating between $34.35 and $36. The GDX is now down 16% from its April high, but it's still well above the $29 level from which it took off at the beginning of February. The Mining Stock Journal said that For the short term, the precious metal sector may be tied to the directional movement of the stock market, but India and China have resurfaced as big buyers of physical gold, which should put stout support under the market. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Arizona Sonoran Copper. Arizona Sonoran is a lower-risk copper developer with a significant exploration potential on private land just south of Phoenix in an infrastructure-rich area of Arizona. The Cactus Project PEA illustrates an 18-year mine life, generating $1 billion post-tax free cash flow. It is a scalable, low-capital-intensity project with a strong leverage to the copper price. The company is led by an executive management team and board, which have a long-standing track record of successful project delivery in North America, complemented by global capital markets expertise. You can read more about the company at ArizonaSonoran.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Troubled gold developer Pure Gold Mining announced a non-brokered private placement at $0.15 cents for proceeds of $30 million Canadian. This will add 200 million shares to the 500 million it already has out, possibly more if it is upsized, and with a full warrant at $0.18. Cents. This financing could ultimately see the company have 1 billion shares outstanding. Noticeably, the release did not state that the largest shareholder, Anglo Gold Ashanti, had committed to retain its 19.9% pro rata stake, although it might. Nor did it state that the equity raise is a condition stipulated by Sprott Resource Lending to extend the terms of certain credit facilities and obtain additional secured debt. Proceeds will be used to complete ramping up the pure gold mine in Ontario. 800 tons per day by the September quarter, reducing operating and sustaining capital costs by at least 30%, achieving sustainable positive site-level cash flow, 
and completing critical trade-off studies in support of the updated mineral resource, mineral reserve, and life of mine plan by the end of the year. Gold also said former Kirkland Lake Gold CEO Tony McCooch has joined as a technical advisor. Gold Mining trades on the TSXV under PGM and on the LSE under PUR. In Colombia, Collective Mining reported assay results from four additional diamond drill holes at the Olympus target within its Guayabalas project in Antioquia. Highlights included 216.7 metres, grading 1.08 grams per tonne gold equivalent in hole 4, and 110 metres, grading 0.82 grams per tonne in the same hole. The company said geological modelling, drilling, underground sampling and detailed mapping now leads to an interpretation of Olympus Central and Olympus South to be one large interconnected mineralized system measuring up to 1.4 kilometers by 900 meters. It said all the ingredients are in place for Olympus to evolve into a multi-million ounce precious metals deposit. Collective mining trades on the TSXV under CNL. Electro Battery Materials says drilling at its Cobalt Copper Mineral Iron Creek project in Idaho has successfully extended mineralization by an additional 180 meters to the east of the current deposit, as well as down dip from the eastern edge of the resource zone. Five of six exploration holes drilled in the most recent drill campaign intersected cobalt mineralization, including 2.5 meters of 0.2% cobalt and 2.4 meters of 0.2% cobalt. Cobalt mineralization remains open along strike in both directions, and the final three holes to be reported intersected the mineralized stratigraphy over a depth extent of 400 meters to the east of the current resource. Electra's Iron Creek project is located in the Idaho Cobalt Belt and is one of the few primary cobalt deposits in the world. Electra Battery Materials now trades on the NASDAQ and the TSXV with ELBM. In Canada now, in Quebec, Amex Exploration announced results from nine drill holes focused on near surface and on strike expansion, as well as definition drilling of the Denise zone within the eastern gold zone of its Peron project. Highlights included 30.9 metres grading 11.57 grams per tonne gold in hole 510 in the eastern Denise zone. The company said drilling demonstrates that tenure and grade of the eastern area of Denise is starting to replicate the western Denise zone, which has been well defined with diamond drilling with potential for higher grade shoots. Amex Exploration trades on the TSXV under AMX and on the OTCQX under AMXEF. High Gold Mining reported ongoing assay results from drilling at its Monroe Crucis project in the Timmins Gold Camp in Ontario. First pass drill testing of the new Argus zone, which is three kilometers from the historic Cruisus mine, intersected wide intervals of gold mineralization in the first two drill holes immediately north of the regional gold-bearing pipestone fault represent a new discovery of bulk tonnage-style gold at Monroe Cruisus. Highlights included 136 meters, grading 0.54 grams per ton gold in hole 110, which included 62.8 meters of 0.79 grams per ton. The company said the results show that Monroe Cruises has potential to host large bulk tonnage-style gold deposits. High gold mining trades on the TSXV under HIGH and on the OTCQX with HGGOF. And finally today, Ascot Resources announced that its 2022 exploration drilling program has begun on the premier gold project in the Golden Triangle of British Columbia. 
This will comprise about 18,000 metres of drilling and will be equally split between exploration and infill holes. Exploration drilling will be largely concentrated on the Slibakwi and Day zones and infill drilling will focus exclusively on the big Missouri deposit. Drilling will initially be conducted from surface but it, it is anticipated to shift underground as development enables access and will allow for shorter drill holes and more precise targeting. The company experienced extraordinary assay lab turnaround delays last year, but times are anticipated to be much shorter this year as a new third-party assay lab is being set up in the nearby town of Stewart. Ascot has signed a priority service contract with this new lab to enable faster turnaround. Ascot Resources trades on the TSX under AOT and on the OTCQX under AOTVF. Oh, that's a wrap here from the morning briefing. Uh, we will see how these markets continue to play out not only today, but the rest of the week. Uh, could be another interesting, very volatile week here, Paul. Yes, it's looking like that way. The, a lot of red on the charts today, so we'll see how things bounce around. Hmm. Buying opportunity. <laughs> the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Until later today, I'm Trevor Hall. And I am Paul Harris. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.